episode 18, The Bitcoiner at the Party. There is always stuff to talk about with Bitcoin, but for the last six months, a lot of talk has gone very quiet. The odd sailor purchase on moderate development, here or there aside, there hasn't been much else to talk about. These things are supposed to happen in bear markets. That's why they are bear markets. Bear markets are a time for building, not showing off. And with us being in something of a bear market and trying to keep this podcast as active as possible, I'm constantly having to search around for things to talk about. In lieu of talking about something like the collapse of Credit Suisse or the current state of the banking sector, I want to talk about something more positive. The collapse of the banking sector should hardly be news to anybody listening to this podcast. We have been predicting it for some time on this podcast, so I don't really have much more to state on the subject. Over the past two years or so on this podcast, we have talked about many different forms and intrigues of Bitcoin. But today, I want to talk about something I am seeing more and more of recently. There is an infamous meme about a group of characters at a party. The usual variant of the meme is a guy in the corner mumbling to himself about what the rest of the cool party doesn't know about, understand or even wish to talk about. This can be any variation of things, but it normally goes something like, they don't know X is about to change the world, with X representing something quite nerdy, introspective, but potentially world-changing. The guy at the party with a group of paralegals might be thinking to himself that AI is about to take all their jobs. And perhaps memes are like jokes and can suffer from over-analysis. Yet despite possible world-changing events that will happen in the future, everybody at the party in the meme is having a great time, not worrying about the possibility of upcoming technological change. So I want to spend this podcast dissecting a meme, which may be one of the most boring things you could think of, but sometimes a meme that works says something better than a few words could. The primary joke of the meme in Bitcoin circles is that the Bitcoiner is a socially inept person at any party they go to. A computer nerd with high intelligence and perhaps low social awareness goes the joke. Somebody who understands lots about the world and yet gets too obsessed with Bitcoin, meaning that all they want to talk about is Bitcoin and evangelize about Bitcoin, and so they end up at the corner of the party with nobody to talk to. But it also says something about the average party, I guess, too, how the cool person at the party is not the most intellectually capable, but often the most hedonistic and capable of providing everybody with a great time and not giving them existential angst at 2am. Though I think that might be changing. Another point of the meme too is that someday soon the roles will be reversed. These nerds only interested in their tech are not Bitcoiners. They are not the coolest person at a party, but soon they will be. Bitcoin started off as a digital hobby for many, with resistances at every level of society. Much of the animosity has undoubtedly been drawn from the media which has led to something of a crusade against Bitcoin. Something that has been passed down to the average person. When one asks why there is a media crusade against Bitcoin, I think the largest reason is the amount of money being made by some and the exponential gains putting people off philosophical intrigues. I think also there is a general distaste about talking about money at parties, which does not help, 
which is maybe a good thing normally, but when the current thing for that month or two, when it is in the news, the subject of the current thing is the rising price of Bitcoin to exponential new highs, you do kind of have to talk about it. So can I do a whole episode talking about this meme? Well, I think anybody listening to this podcast has felt like that person at a party or a social gathering at some point. And even if it isn't about Bitcoin, it will be about something else. Something you think is the next most important topic in the world, but the thing nobody else is talking about. You feel you know something they don't. And so, if you're listening to this podcast, you have probably gone through the sensation of trying to get people interested and in talking about something they aren't interested in. Something they are trying to actively reject in their minds. Perhaps they nearly invested in Bitcoin at $5 and are refusing to put any more money in because they regret the initial lack of investment. These types of events may result in sorts of mini traumas that are possible as to why people don't want to actively discuss the most important technology of recent years. In many ways, these mini Bitcoin traumas are a type of rite of passage. Everybody has to feel that regret and to be absolutely convinced Bitcoin won't ever work, only for them then to come back around. They have to go through bull and bear markets, saving too much when they should have spent, saving too little, not taking on any debt, taking on too much debt, and so on. These are all personal financial developments that everybody must go through in order to understand Bitcoin from their point of view, and how to use Bitcoin as a tool, which of course it is. But it is also a sign of the times we are in. Bitcoin is not yet well understood enough to be a topic of conversation amongst ordinary partygoers. Most people still just want to talk about the value side of things. Bitcoin maximalism has not broken through into popular consciousness. There is of course a little talk regarding cryptos and which one to gamble on this time. But the talk is gambling, not investing. It is not personal development. It is more like reckless hedonism. There is little in philosophical talks regarding the nature of money in society. There is not yet quite a cross-section of people who have mutual interests in Bitcoin in order to overcome tides of disinterest, in order to make Bitcoin actually the coolest thing to talk about. To talk about Bitcoin maximalism and the possible changes this could bring to personal lifestyles in society is not yet the coolest thing to talk about at a party. First, it will be boasting about how much money you have made, and then it will be the deeper philosophical talk that will be the coolest thing to talk about at a party. So the Bitcoin at a party meme is a highly relevant one to, to all of those who have invested themselves fully into Bitcoin, those who adopt the lifestyle of a Bitcoin maximalist, which I always say is a certain philosophy surrounding your Bitcoins as the primary money tool of your social life. But really, after that, Bitcoin's price becomes semi-irrelevant. Bitcoin maximalism is a philosophy that can be mistaken for stoicism to some degree. Stoicism can become a little dull and formulaic and unrealistic for people, especially young people who often get confused about wanting to enjoy themselves and the tenets of their newfound philosophy which tells them they should not enjoy themselves only to buy, hold and store Bitcoins. But I also think that for a community that relies on verified don't trust, you have to find out things for yourselves and you cannot rely on Amazon and Twitter telling you how to live your life. 
In some ways, the Stoic traditions of Bitcoin are meant to be broken. Stoicism is slavery for greatness. The Bitcoiner at a party meme was a meme designed for Bitcoin's early adopters, who were often young, overly intelligent, with good financial sense, and wanted to talk about their hobby, a strange cryptographic currency nobody understands. Talking and hearing about esoteric ideas, which are too complex for normal people to understand, is not the best idea at a party. Something like particle physics often inspires the same response. There are occasions and events when knowing in detail things about particle physics or obscure branches of computer science can make you the cool guy at a party. Examples like the opening of Sir and the 2017 bull run can make you the cool guy momentarily until the hype cycles are over and the masses return to their mundane lives of ignorance and servitude. Talking about these things will spark jealousy at both the material gains of Bitcoin that was seemingly so obtainable for ordinary people, and yet for the deep knowledge required to actually understand Bitcoin enough to invest everything you have into this strange piece of cryptographic code. So back to the meme, and perhaps the stoic would tell you to power through and ignore the haters and wait for them to come around. Perhaps some stoics would not even go to the party, instead promoting misanthropic ideas and staying by yourself and so on and doing some sort of hustle, involving lots of grinding and building. But I would say, go to the party as the most socially advanced person, with the full knowledge of how fake all money, and therefore much of society, really is. The average party and social gathering is probably as fake as the fiat money, so you can ground your lifestyle on firmer footing. You can play around with it, and soon find yourself more secure and confident than anybody else at the party. The solution to Bitcoin at a party is the first and second rule of Fight Club. Don't talk about it. Talk about literally anything else at the party other than Bitcoin. You don't talk about God at parties or money in general, so why would you talk about Bitcoin? This is not financial advice, rather it is social advice. Over time, the ability to take on low time preference activities should be more than enough to overtake the average person at a party. These benefits should compound at a rate of Bitcoin as it used to. Exponential gains in the social world should be expected to take place not long after it happens in the financial world. This starts with money, of course. But this money is only the basis to a larger understanding of the social world. Bitcoin is the first step in a new and reimagined social world whereby the rules are vastly different in terms of potential outcomes and desires. And that is how important money is. The cool guy at a party meme is so designed not to make the Bitcoiner look nerdy and bad, but to show how slow society is in understanding the profound changes that are taking place with the rise of Bitcoin. The resultant of Bitcoin can be seen by being a reversal as much as anything else to the social world, and in how it holds the individual up to the social world. In many ways, Bitcoin is a mirror to the social world, to a much larger extent than we realise. A mirror is held up to general society, showing you uncomfortable truths about society. The consequence of this is a diverging ecosystem, as Bitcoin is growing size, community and importance. Traits that have gotten them this far 
and this much quicker in terms of potential, begin to seep into society. Low time preference habits, verifying much more information, less consumerist lifestyles, perhaps greater interests in certain philosophies, seemingly unrelated to a piece of code, but growing in their near-universal acceptance amongst many Bitcoiners, seem to be a feature of the lack of trust in all societal models we have come to expect from trust-based banks. We aren't just talking about beliefs in free markets, a sceptical view of government, or distrust of central banks, but also against many tenets of postmodernism and an assault of nativist digital globalism, something you might call localism 2.0 or localism in a digital age. The Bitcoiner at a party meme only really comes about when Bitcoin is in the news. We haven't seen as many of them recently, only because Bitcoin has not been rising, and it is often less discussed. People tend to forget it exists, only when it comes back around and people talk about it and they say, oh, I wish I had invested in it. Maybe somebody at the party might have once invested a little in Bitcoin, or maybe they invested in one of the various crypto coins that existed and they think they can count themselves as a Bitcoiner. And yet, a true Bitcoin maximalist will be hesitant to talk about truly what they know. Often, there isn't much point in conversing about Bitcoin with midwits. The most intelligent and least intelligent will often listen to a point of view that goes against their initial instincts. But by definition, most people at a party will be mid-witted and difficult to talk about the nuances of something they don't understand and actively try not to understand. Therefore, I think, the Bitcoin community is growing in ways where Bitcoin becomes the least interesting thing to talk about. And you should begin by talking about these feeder philosophies that may one day naturally lead somebody down the Bitcoin road. Elements of libertarianism, anti-banking sentiment and lower time preference hobbies and activities that the average computer nerd may not be traditionally associated with, like health and fitness, instantly stand out in a crowd and in a party much more, and I think are more natural pursuits for Bitcoiners to talk about, not just talking about strange magic internet money with people who don't want to talk about strange magic internet money. That's all for this episode. We shall talk next time when we get onto the subject of aristocracies and Bitcoin. See you then.